0: No, 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 no. You done got me talking politics.
1: I just have some questions on what you've seen because like it's it's basically just hit me super fast so i i don't know if that would be like um like you bring something up and then i'll just ask you to tell me more about it or whatever
0: (laughs) cool yeah i i had some i had i sort of had an idea like if i was going to do this myself i could probably do it by myself but it wouldn't be as good as it is going to be with you
1: uh so well the energy and the um the sheer joy that we had in our voices on the last one that seemed to people really dug for some reason, so
0: <laughs> you know it's <laughs> we've been getting punched in the face for three years, and it's there's a lot of numbness, and i I think yeah we I hope we've... you're
1: recording this already because that was a great line. I am okay, good. Just
0: want to make sure. It's another late-night missive Psycho-Semanticast, everybody, if you somehow are listening to this without knowing how you downloaded it. <laughs> um, but I am usually Darren, and with me is... Sometimes Court. Sometimes Court. Okay, there we go. It is now the weekend after... The weekend after. Uh, It is the weekend after whatever's going to happen, something's going to happen. Officially, (laughs) it is, (laughs) we are in the wee morning hours of Sunday morning. Well, for me, you're you're in the past.
1: I'm Uh, creeping up onto Sunday morning just within a few minutes myself, so.
0: On a Sunday morning podcast. Oh, shit, I don't remember the rest of the words to that song. Uh, Sunday morning coming down. Anyway, oh,
1: Sunday morning sidewalk. Uh, the smell of someone's fried chicken or something. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. We'll
0: probably all find out at the end of this if I know me, but because uh, <laughs> you referenced it, you're going to put it in the show. It, it's possible. But we we thought after it, it was a, it was a wonderful conversation. It was the best conversation. Perfectly normal conversation between <laughs> me and Court. Uh, between you and I. But... Is this the
1: part where I sit here, like the president from uh, the Ukraine, extremely <laughs> uncomfortable and looking extremely terrified and just wishing this was all over and saying things like, look, I didn't want to be involved. And yeah. then having the president go, see, perfectly normal.
0: Yeah, I hear, sadly, uh, the the more humorous press over there is calling him Monica Zelensky. Oh, that poor bastard. Yeah. But he also, you know, he's a fucking kiss-ass in the... uh, Since we last spoke, the whistleblower complaint came out and the transcript of the call came out.
1: Yes. Um, Now, the transcript thing that actually got released since before we last spoken was actually more or less like a doctor trying to make it seem innocent edited version that the aides have somewhat copped to, if I'm not mistaken. That they did it and they thought it would be less damaging to do it that way, but they still gave enough material to hint at things being bad enough that it looked horrible. And then I don't know if a full transcript has been released, but I know it's been subpoenaed, right?
0: It has and documents. uh, Congress is going on another vacation. Those people with wonderful universal health care. Right. Like 80 but weeks in a year.
1: <laughs> the people that are investigating, the impeachment folks are staying through this um recess. I did see that somewhere. I can't yes. remember where. Um, but the investigative branch is actually the, the people responsible in the house that are doing the oversight, they're staying on the job. So like whoever is sticking around, I'm guessing are the ones that Trump like rage tweeted at with his racist rant earlier this morning. Is that
0: that did happen, right? I'm I, not insane? Uh, most of them, yes. Uh, I think everybody in his racist tweet calling everyone savages were all people of color and a few uh, people uh, of the Jewish religion. I don't think there were any white pe- He usually doesn't attack straight-up milky white people. But not see, without
1: paying them off to keep their mouth shut.
0: Yeah, right. But uh, I thought we might get to this so... Chairman Schiff, uh, little apostrophe Adam Schiff, or whatever the fuck in that weird tweet. Anyway. But that was a hyphen, remember? A hyphen. And you
1: didn't read it oh. wrong. You read oh, it wrong. Yeah. It was a
0: hyphen. Yeah, they took out the hyphen. And Fake
1: journalism they... can't even get the, uh, you know, what, what, what the fuck was he ranting about? Fake journalists can't even get English right. And then he proceeds to misspell a word and mistake a quotation mark for a hyphen
0: yeah and and look up the urban dictionary definition of l i d d l e from 2014 if you want a little bit more of a joke at his use of it and if they, or <laughs> him if him claiming to know it's a word but uh sorry
1: um is l i d d l like a sexual thing for little? and
0: what he meant was l i l like the um hip-hop use of lil? No, he usually just calls him Little Adam Schiff. Yeah. But he described, de-scribed it wrong in his, <laughs> in his tweet. <laughs> hey, I got to do something with my English degree, right? If I can't criticize the illiterate president's tweets, what am I doing? But Little <laughs> what are you Adam doing Schiff.
1: With your, what are you doing with your education, sir,
0: if yeah. you can't belittle a president? <laughs> Uh, you, you probably recognize the name Adam Schiff. Yes. He, he's, you know, he's chair of the uh, in, Intelligence Committee, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Foreign Affairs Committee chair, Elliot Engel, and Oversight Committee chair, Elijah Cummings. He's from Baltimore, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Trump has been going after this guy for a while anyway, already revealing his racism that people have been able to ignore before, but— This latest tweet with the use of said word that you already said, and I, while that may not feel quite as racist as coming right out and using the known pejorative terms, it is a whistleblower type racist term that is used quite frequently by screenwriters when they want someone to be obviously racist without actually having to force an actor to say pejorative and horrible terms, so that's as close as you're going to get to where it may even be slightly questionable what he may have meant. And it was not questionable at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he, he's been having his weekend meltdown and golfing with Lindsey Graham and um, having lots of weird press conferences. Although I did hear that since the impeachment inquiry was announced, his campaigns raised another million and a half dollars. I don't know if that's all from the NRA because he met with Wayne Perrier to talk about getting money for his defense.
1: Yeah. Okay. Can we just talk about that? That has to be somewhat of a fucking crime. I mean, the guy is literally like, hey, we want to crime with me? And people are like, ha, LOL, that's all crime. And then he goes, yeah, let's crime some more. And they're like, okay, crimes are great. How many more crimes can we do? (laughs) And then he's like, you know what would be great? If we committed crimes to pretend like we didn't do these crimes. Would you crime with me? And everybody's like, huh, LOL, let's do more crimes. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable how this just like keeps stacking up. Let's, I can't let's even keep on track Twitter.
0: of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the saying that you'll probably hear a lot in this situation, in this snowball, is it's not always the crime, it's the cover-up. You know, that's what got Nixon, uh, him interfering with the Investigation into him became another article of impeachment. So a couple things that I, I, like you said, you want to bounce in if you, if you've got questions, I don't I, know if you've been following Rudy Giuliani and on his whirlwind cocktail talking tour on, on the news.
1: I have seen some of it now. And I posted this in your, your group for the psychosomatic cast, better known as the psychosomatic podcast. Um, <laughs> In the group, I posted um, something along the lines of, look, I know I'm not supposed to enjoy watching other people's misery, but Mm. the tweet storms and the live TV Giuliani meltdown, you know, and that's, I said about the tweet storms have been like a delicious ice wine. Um, Now added to that, Giuliani's meltdowns have been like a Reese's peanut butter cup, uh, blizzard for me. (laughs) Like, I'm savoring that shit, but I want to eat it so fast, I'm getting a headache at how good the ice cream has giving me an ice cream headache, you know?
0: Yeah. He...
1: I just—it's I, coming so fast, like, I can't keep up with it.
0: <laughs> uh, tonight, or earlier this afternoon, depending on what time zone you're in, I guess, I believe he pulled in more implications of Bill Barr and Mike Pompeo being involved. In his weird back channel, like, I, I think their claim is that he's he's acting as Trump's personal attorney. He has no government job, but he says that he's kind of working with the Department of Justice to work with the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden and Hunter Biden because they're... Sp- making money somehow George Soros is involved, of course. Um,
1: the people that he was naming off there, he was trying to make it sound like what he was doing in his involvement was he was acting almost as an investigative agent of some sort that had been tapped to do this. He was really trying to make it seem like he's like deep undercover. And the more he tried to explain it, the more, it felt like he wanted to try and gaslight a nation. And the more it seemed like that same, like Hitler-esque tactic that we've seen where, you know, or just, well, general dictators. I mean, Putin is guilty of doing this too. Trying to get out ahead of the story, spin it a bunch and trying to make it sound like it's not as bad as it is. But at the same time, Giuliani doesn't have that game. He can't do what, what Putin does with it. Like he basically blurts out the thing he's trying to not tell you and then tries to cover it up by explaining it away as the next thing that he's trying to say.
0: And I was looking into a couple of things. And so would you be surprised if I told you that the way that a country can get another country to investigate a suspected crime is not by the president having... His personal attorney with no government job, and sometimes the attorney general talking to envoys of the other country while aid is being withheld and favors are being asked for. That got really complicated. Okay. It's not that. So don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) There is a thing. While you were
1: explaining it, it sounded to me like I'm like, wait. Couldn't we just like have our law enforcement ask their law enforcement or couldn't we get in on Interpol if they're a part of that and work with Interpol to have them do something like isn't there an easier way than I mean what you just described was literally so convoluted I think I died a little in the middle of that
0: (laughs) well I'm sorry everyone hopefully we won't have to continue this it depends on what stance the the White House takes but no There's a thing called the MLAT, the Mutual Legal Assistance Treaty, where one country, which America has one of those with the Ukraine. Uh, In that instance, the Department of Justice would get a hold of the State Department, who would contact the legal attache in the Ukraine embassy, who would then liaison with the local law enforcement. So if he did
1: this legally— He would essentially contact them and ask them to investigate that specific thing without having to withhold aid. And what he could have done was perfectly legal, but he went the route of trying to extort it from them.
0: Yeah, he went the Donald Trump 1980s New York cocaine way, although he says he never does cocaine. Adderall, I guess. We'll say Adderall.
1: Well, somebody has confessed to seeing him do that on a regular basis before he went on TV when he was on the apprentice show because he was terrified of looking stupid, so he did that so he didn't have to worry about it and he could feel like ten foot tall and bulletproof like cocaine. So clearly he found a replacement for cocaine, right? I mean that's can we just deduce that right now?
0: <laughs> I I would say it's 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 not without its merits. Would you want to hear Uh, first, or if we're just doing one, one, the sort of timeline of the Ukraine Trump call thing or the whistleblower complaint process?
1: Well, I would like to do that, but I would also like to go through, there was a flowchart I posted in the group of the possibilities for impeachment, and I I think we should probably do that to close out the show. So when we have enough time to go over that, I think we should kind of explain the the branches that were laid out on that. Um, But also, I think it's important the more we know about the call, the more we should talk about
0: that. So, yeah, we will pull that up and go through that. Okay, so this is all... You know how time time is a flat circle in the Trump Trumpocalypse? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or a never-ending stream of hell? Yeah. (laughs) That's... Really, one of the first things that is considered part of this whole phone call Ukraine thing was just in May, May 10th, uh, Giuliani on TV said that he was going to go to the Ukraine and get involved in an investigation and giving the government reasons not to stop it because, quote, it might be very helpful to my client. He cancels that trip after he is reminded that he was on live television and everybody saw him say that. July 25th is that phone call. So two months later is the phone call where Trump talked with Zelensky. Uh, Some Ukrainian officials said that they were told ahead of time that the phone call was going to focus on what Trump wanted them to do involving some investigations and that it was... Re- the the phone call wasn't going to happen if they didn't talk about it basically uh the next month the twenty twenty or the the aid the military uh, f- military slash foreign aid was frozen at the direct command of trump but he didn't say why he just said do it september now, f- did hmm? he
1: veto did he veto some type of because congress is the ones that are the ones that tell where money goes right so did he veto or did he just do like an executive order illegal block or something to make that happen
0: it was waiting for his signature it had been it had been passed by congress and he just sat on it and then he approved it and then he said hold up and then a couple days later pence met with Zelensky, in uh i believe in the ukraine i don't think Zelensky came here September 9th, the uh, Committee on Foreign Affairs and the Committee on Oversights announced that they were investigating after learning of a whistleblower complaint to see if uh, there was pressure on the Ukraine for the Trump campaign. September 10th, uh, Adam Schiff, little Adam Schiff, (laughs) uh, talked with acting... Uh, Director of National Intelligence McGuire, they met and talked about the complaint about Trump withholding aid and all that other shit that we talked about with the phone call. The next day, the aid is released. (laughs) Then September 19th, Giuliani went on CNN uh, after hearing about the Inspector General complaint and said that he told the Ukraine to investigate the Biden's And then on Twitter, he ranted about how the Bidens got millions from the Ukraine and billions from China. And then here we are. We had the update a few days ago with them asking for the whistleblower complaint. Um, So (laughs) the way the whistleblower is supposed to go is the inspector general takes the complaint. They have two weeks to check it out to see if it's credible and of urgent concern, which that was the case. That was what they said it was. And then the director of national intelligence is supposed to take that after the inspector general shares the findings with them. They're supposed to give that to the congressional committees. McGuire didn't do that, he hired a lawyer to say that nothing requires him to do it because it wasn't members of the intelligence community. And then he took the complaint to the White House and the Department of Justice, even though the two main people in there are Donald Trump and Bill Barr. And he asked them if he should give it to Congress.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes. Okay, so everybody that you just named along this chain essentially has been placing themselves on the hook for obstruction of justice. If I'm hearing the descriptions correct, am I wrong here?
0: If if what is being reported right now as true, and uh, Giuliani and the White House pretty much are saying, yeah, it's true, so what? You know, that's kind of their their stance. They they are backpedaling a little bit about how they weren't playing hardball, uh, which was the initial, you know, that's just how we do business. But, yeah, so they're all doing this. Uh, Maguire is claiming ignorance, and I think part of that is true. He's He's, you know, he's like the fourth or fifth guy, I think, to be the acting guy. So they're, you know, it's like Vietnam where there's the guy that's been there for a month is in, in charge of a company because everyone around him has just been fragged and shelled.
1: What's the over-under on him flipping on everybody around him whenever he's called to testify for Congress to I try and not get any, like, charges?
0: I mean, maybe, but I really don't think he knows anything, knows that much. I think he, he did what he did. I think he... You think he's
1: just a useful idiot and he's just going to fry for it, basically? I
0: I think he's probably going to... He has been asked to testify. Uh, The inspector general is going to testify on October 4th. Right now it's going to be closed door. Uh, The New York Times has released some identifying information about the whistleblower. Oh, I I had not seen that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say what... I'm just not going to pass it along. You know, I think whistleblowers have enough trouble, (laughs) you know, fucking uh, like Edward Snowden. Well,
1: the president has already said on like two different occasions that he wants the whistleblower to die in not so many words. Like, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just basically like, you know, they would execute this type of person for treason back in the day. That's how they used to handle it, if you know what I'm saying, is basically what he said you president, um, ladies and gentlemen, and people freaked out over Obama using a fucking selfie stick.
0: Well, and you know how he's the crazy racist grandpa, but he has power and can hurt people besides at holiday dinners. Right. Part of the thing that he wanted investigated also in the Ukraine was that they believe that there is a literal physical hard drive somewhere that has the hacked Hillary Clinton emails and that you, the Ukraine was involved and not the Russians, and they've talked about getting that information so they can work on a pardon for Paul Manafort.
1: Is it's, this a bullshit lie they're making up to try and make it seem like what they were doing was on the up and up?
0: I don't know anymore. You know, I mean, it,
1: <laughs> well, I'm just as flustered as you. I'm just hoping you could explain it to me. Man.
0: That is they, they, they're, they're just, you know, info wars. They're, they're doing the, like if Alex Jones had government money is the type of weird shit that they're investigating and looking into. And um, so, yeah, like you said, the, the transcript that was released by the white house as they brush their hands off saying see this will clear everything up no collusion <laughs> i love that
1: the aids that actually doctored that up and they like hand wrote the transcript because there was a report that i had seen where the aides actually printed out the transcript and some people in the white house printed it out and they were passing it around because the actual transcript is so damning and insane that they thought that was not something that they should electronically give a footprint of people passing it around so that some folks can literally say it wasn't sent to them and not be lying, but not necessarily that they didn't see it. Um, And then they concocted this horse shit, very heavily edited thing that they thought would be exonerating to release as a transcript. But it's clearly one that they, I can't remember how they phrased it, but it was like something that it is a doctored transcript, not the unedited actual calls transcript. And even though they doctored it, it's still shocking, horrifying, and very clearly extortion.
0: Yeah, the first Watergate tapes were edited, too, when they were released to Congress. And by editing
1: that, is that not part of a possible obstruction charge for them? It is. So Uh, what are the over and under odds? See, I'm going to keep doing this. What are the over and under odds that any of them are going to flip in an effort to? like, Because this is the thing we got to be thinking about everybody that has worked for Trump has essentially murdered their career at this point. They're done in whatever politics world they were working in. They're going to be done.
0: Are you telling me what's happening? Are you telling me Sean Spicer has no future as a professional dancer? uh, You're going to sit here on a Sunday morning and tell me that.
1: (laughs) Well, look, I can obviously not predict the future on what will or will not happen with Sean Spicer. But, Had he not been brought into some of these investigations and in some way, shape, or form been implicated, he's going to probably go to jail. Have that not happened, maybe he will have a particularly joyous career on Dancing with the Stars and hope that people will forget that he lied to the American people every fucking day for how many years he was the press secretary.
0: Ugh. It's so <laughs> fucked up. The Like you were saying, the the official transcripts and the printing out of the transcripts and all that other shit. A decent amount of the whistleblower complaints, complaints were in the readout transcript of the phone call that came out after the complaint was put through. That's one of the main things that the Sean Hannity's and Laura Ingram's and whoever else is over there are saying was this person is saying things that other people told them and skipping over the part saying all these specific things that they're saying someone told them are in the transcript. Another thing that was not talked about and nobody knows about yet, but is being asked about, and I think that's part of the document subpoena with Secretary of State Pompeo, is that the real official... Transcripts were allegedly put into code name protected, like classified top secret protection immediately by
1: it's it's supposed this particular server that they used. I do remember reading this, Darren. This particular server that they used is a classified top secret government secret server that you're supposed to store things on for things that should be For national security purposes, it has been usurped and used to hide everything that they were trying to hide about this particular call, which is tantamount to trying to lock it into a safe and pretend like it doesn't exist, which while it might not necessarily be able to be considered obstruction, it goes along with a pattern of colonious obstruction and makes things that much worse. I'm no lawyer, but I've been in enough trouble to know you don't want to do that.
0: (laughs) Yes. And, and also in the complaint, it says that there are reports that multiple instances of that happening, uh, possibly conversations with Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong-un, Saudi Arabia, uh, that that's a that's a country that America loves to give money to, even though Trump says that the money was held up because they're concerned about corruption.
1: Corruption, like being heavily involved with the nine eleven attacks.
0: No, no, because they 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 rent out whole rooms in my very wonderful, beautiful apartment, trump trumphotels dot com dot dot gov. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, did, was was there anything else? I've been consuming a lot of news. That's probably why I'm I'm talking the way I am. Um, is, is are yeah. there any questions that you were thinking about? And maybe I've got that in in my file somewhere.
1: Um, no, you got. I wanted to do the timeline as far as you've gotten it so far, and you've hit relatively all the highlights that I vaguely remembered or did read about. Um, I don't think I have anything other than maybe like some gossipy shit that I've read here and there that I wanted to add, like. I, I like that kind of stuff. Like, uh, the Esquire report I think I posted in your group, too, on Facebook was rather interesting about how, you know, the aides were passing it around and, like, super upset and that kind of thing. So, you know me, I always love the juicy details of when someone has royally fucked up and they realize how badly they fucked up, <laughs> and then that gets reported on. Like, like political gossip is, like, juicy celebrity gossip for me for some reason.
0: Because well, it, it's, it, I mean, there are... The the political political junkies movie stars are uh, are these people?
1: Oh, I do I do have one. Um, I do have one thing that I I found or or that like showed up somewhere, and I did post this in your group somewhere too. But um, apparently on election night, Mike Pence's wife was so pissed off at him, she refused to kiss him and told him to get away from her, and that he got,
0: I think, exactly what he wanted. Wanted Michael.
1: So we're talking some Gilead shit going on over in the Pence household right now.
0: No, mother. No, mother. It's for <laughs> Jesus, mother.
1: Yeah. Um, so even his wife is severely disappointed in him for what he has done. And so I'm just waiting for the ev- evangelical Christians to realize just how horrible things are and take the blinders off. Because right now all they're seeing is the violation of rights beyond, you know, making it to where the Christian right-wing conservative nuts can basically be the racist, homophobic, bigoted, hate-filled assholes that they used to be. And look down their nose at anyone that's not of their skin tone, national background origin, or religion, or all three, that they can begin to discriminate against. That's basically all they want, um, and that's why they're behind Trump, and they're doing that through Pence, and that's what Pence wants as well. And um, they're going to have to take a long, hard look at themselves when they realize what they've aligned themselves with and um, maybe start to, I don't know, practice what they actually preach with (laughs) the whole Jesus thing who did hang out with prostitutes and tax collectors and the people that everybody else in society looked down on and just offered them love and— you're doing it wrong (laughs) you fuckheads you're so doing it wrong
0: what would the spaghetti monster do
1: um produce a stripper factory and a beer volcano i believe
0: (laughs) you said you wanted to talk through the uh, how congress could impeach trump right
1: yeah i mean we don't have to go too deep we already talked about the impeachment inquiry i just kind of would like what would be the next steps for everybody to watch out for and we'll kind of go through those and then i mean everybody knows it has to go to the senate so like what makes it go to the senate from here where we're okay. at an impeachment inquiry
0: okay right now and i'm still getting some of the specifics on this i think by default it's the senate judiciary committee that usually does it or the house judiciary committee that does the the inquiries and the subpoenas and uh, the interviews and stuff, but sometimes they'll branch out, and other committees will be doing things that are in their their zone and reporting to the House Judiciary Committee. We uh, the chairperson of that is Nad Nadler, G- Jerry Nadler. Uh, he's from New York. Uh, the head of the Intelligence Committee is Adam Schiff. The head of foreign affairs is Elliot Engel. Oversight committee is Elijah Cummings, who we spoke about. Richard Neal is in charge of ways and means. And Maxine Waters, who Trump talks a lot of shit about, is in charge of the committee on financial services.
1: And these are all six you just mentioned, right? Yes. All six of these, if I remember correctly from the article, were they're the heads of committees that are currently investigating Trump. There were current investigations that were already in progress. So an official impeachment inquiry now opens up the ability for these six committees, separately, individually, investigating things about Trump's misdoings. They each have their own category of thing. Six total committees have their own category of thing that they've had to investigate. And they now have the ability to subpoena and start to basically charge people with obstruction of a house investigation if they don't get what they want and or need now because of that. So this basically is like the big mushroom that makes Mario jump up. And then (laughs) on top of that, the big mushroom that makes Mario bigger, you also get the flower. And now Mario can spit fire with these six investigations is how
0: you should look at it, folks. Some of them, some of the... I don't I don't know if you watch a lot of congressional hearings, but... Um, I
1: find those dreadfully boring. I just want to get the... I just want to get the gist of what's going on and get the distillation of it. Like, to sit and watch them testify. And I just get enraged at some of the shit that's been going on. Like, when I see people testifying... Like, I mean, I, I kind of, like, live-blogged or live-tweeted or live-posted depending upon what I was on at the time when Sessions was testifying, and I was just so enraged and so angry. I'm like, you know what? This isn't doing anything good for my health. I'll just get the gist of it later.
0: <laughs> that that can sometimes, usually, that's usually a wise decision.
1: Yeah, it's healthier for me. I used to do it, man. I just can't anymore. I just, my blood pressure just can't take it.
0: <laughs> I, took, I took a break uh, after the Kavanaugh hearing. That broke me. But speaking of broken things and trying to (laughs) fix them.
1: Yeah, the next step for these six committees. Sorry about that. Yeah,
0: no, they're going to be subpoenaing people and records. And like we've said, there's a lot more weight behind it. It can't easily be brushed away with diplomatic immunity.
1: (laughs) Um, And also, uh, anything that Barr tries to do to stop them is... Quite possibly easy grounds for obstruction for them to charge him with that
0: as well. I think he's—right now, he's just as or more likely to resign than Trump, at least faster. Uh, Trump will have uh, to be dragged out or burned away like the tick that he is. But Barr might just say, peace out. I still got all my Iran-Contra friends.
1: (laughs) Now— Um, The the way that this is moving forward, one of the charges that some of these folks got that um, Mueller was actually able to use to put pressure on them was lying to the FBI. That's a big one. Comey talked about that in his little tell-all book. Look, I'm not as big of a prick as you thought I was,
0: even though I'm a Fed. I think that's (laughs) what it was called, right? I think that was in the parentheses, at least, underneath the title. If that's
1: It was heavily inferred, if that's not what it actually was. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, blind to the FBI is its own separate charge, where basically, if you do not tell the truth to the FBI when you are being investigated, it is a charge that is pretty severe in and of itself. So it's always best just to tell them the fucking truth, because one way or another, those nasty, dirty fucking feds are going to get you if they want you. So just tell them what they want to hear. Well, not, well, tell them the truth. Make sure that it's the truth, because they will charge you otherwise. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so a lot of those folks got busted on that. And there is a charge for the same thing for lying to Congress that is above and beyond just the obstructing of justice that they can hold them to that could be tantamount, if not more severe than the FBI charge that some of these folks went down on, right?
0: It can be. It's it's like getting you know Capone for his taxes.
1: Right. That's... It's a way to put some pressure on people. Um, and really, I know I don't know about you, Darren, but whenever I've been accused of any wrongdoing and then trying to cover it up, and um, my Adderall-like infused brain that's like just completely misfiring on all cylinders at all times, it's easiest for me just to keep continuing lying to everybody and everything. So much so that when I actually testify and I lie, you don't know if I'm telling the truth or not anyway, and then try and cover all of that up and then basically have a bunch of lawyers throw their lives away to help me cover that up and to continue to lie, even though I'm perfectly innocent. That's what I do.
0: It's the only logical choice. (laughs) I mean, like, if you sit back and you try
1: to unpack the layers of logic about what these decisions that are unfolding in front of us, you will scanners explode your fucking face, man. Like, your brain will just pop.
0: It is why I sound like a, I do sometimes because I still watch those fucking congressional hearings. I still pop over to watch, oh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliana, Rudy Giuliana, Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor having a mental break on TV. It's like he's live tweeting, but he doesn't know how to tweet. So he just. Of course I've, of course I committed that crime. No, no, I, I. Who told you that? They're a fucking liar.
1: Yeah, is he? He's got to have something wrong with him too, right? Like, is he snorting Trump's Adderall with him? Are they doing lines side by side and like, hoovering that shit up and like trying to see who? Could, I'm just—it's all speculation. So, is yeah. that what's going on? Like, because Giuliani sure seems like he's inherited Trump's mouth diarrhea in some way, shape, or form too.
0: I, I think part of it is. Like, the the main phone call in question, although there are others supposedly to have happened, but the main phone call was the day after Mueller testified, and nothing happened. So it's just like, why the fuck not? Yeah. I think, I think that's the, just the way they saw it. They're like, why the fuck not? And now, uh, <laughs> I, Giuliani, I guess, unlike Trump, who just said he was down there, maybe Giuliani got... I I don't know, just traumatized for being at ground zero or his, his brain is gone or he's just, if I, when I, when I fall asleep, Freddie's going to get me.
1: (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with him, but I, whatever it is, he feels to me like he has been on the fucking night train dancing with Mr. Brownstone and doing a six foot line of cleanser. Like I've not endured someone like this since I had to have conversations with a crust punk squatting <laughs> in my bus stop on my way to work every morning.
0: It, it could also be a genius viral marketing campaign because I don't know if you saw, I think it was in the post or one of those papers that sometimes prints the news. <laughs> uh, Giuliani was in a cigar bar bragging about his new podcast that he's getting ready to launch oh jesus so maybe he's working on that material on the road like a totally terrible right-wing marx brother i don't (laughs) know but that's
1: it's so fucking insane isn't it
0: it's that's uh, this is america right childish gambino It's fucked up. I've been feeling like... Remember how we thought all the people that said Obama was a secret Muslim Kenyan, blah, 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 blah? Yeah. I feel like these truths are crazier than those lies. But isn't that what they would say about about us? (laughs) What's really weird
1: about this, though, is all of the stuff that has... Been dropping being accusing Obama that sounds ridiculous to us and I'm not talking about the drone strikes that you know he was completely complicit in and was totally fine with that I still fucking
0: am not cool with happening yeah the real (laughs) shitty shit he did not the fake shitty shit he did
1: I mean let's let's not mince words he was not that great of a person either when he was in office he did some pretty horrible shit but the stuff that he was being falsely accused of unlike the real horrible shit that he actually did, the stuff that he was being falsely accused of, there was no real evidence other than derp, I'm racist. There's a clip drop for whoever wants to grab it. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's basically the logic that a lot of that came up with. And so the difference here is with Trump, we are hearing reports and having pieces of transcripts read to us and whistleblowers are coming out and saying certain things and these reports that are occurring are so fucking unbelievable that you start to wonder, like, what's in Area 51, right? Like, like <laughs> how much, how much more shit is it? Like, how much more weird shit is going to get revealed? Now, let me say this too: I think that if there were actually aliens in Area 51 at this point, Trump would have released that info in an attempt to distract from what's really going on.
0: Maybe, maybe we'll find that out next week.
1: Oh Jesus Christ, man! Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know how much more of this <laughs> we're gonna be able to. All right, um, I I do want to get back to the the committees thing that we were talking about the six committees. Yes. Um, I just I just grabbed the article while we were just kind of like branching out and venting. Mm-hmm. Um, now of the six committees and of the six separate investigations, any one or multiple ones can come forward from here and start with articles of impeachments. Just the committees. But separately from that, another House member can introduce articles of impeachment and a floor vote to get started with the impeachment, just based on the vast amount of material. So they can do some investigation and get one to six separate committee articles of impeachment, whereas another member could say, well, this particular person uh, or or Trump has done this obstruction of justice, and I'm going to keep tallying it up so they can tally up like other charges like obstruction of justice lying to congress whatever shit they want to start tallying up that way those guys should be handling that stuff in, in my estimation and the committee should keep plugging away trying to uncover things while the cover-up aspects of things should just get clocked by separate members of the house as they happen like these crazy tweets the threats against you know the whistleblower that are tantamount to uh witness tampering and uh other types of obstruction of justice like those things should just automatically just be like all right we're gonna throw this one we're gonna throw this one we're gonna throw this one whether they file them all at once or if they wait separately they should just like bring them up and just vote them all in whenever they're ready to go and I just wonder how long they're gonna go before they do that but either way they need to do a fork vote in the house to make these things move forward so why not just, like, let the six committees do as much as they can, but bring up this other stuff just to keep the formal inquiry going and subpoena what they can and do some more investigations, right?
0: You would think – you. Uh, hopefully they're a bit more coordinated than going back to the congressional committees uh, or the, uh, the hearings. Uh, usually you have five minutes to ask your question – And a lot of the time, they're not very coordinated, so everybody spends the first couple minutes making some sort of, I'm Atticus Finch, I'm going to be awesome lawyerly right now sort of shit and thanking people. And then they have very limited time, and then the person is usually asks for the question to be repeated a couple times, and then they're out of time. Other times, they are split up into different people will focus like we're talking about, like we're hoping for somebody will be really hammering in on the yeah, the threatening of witnesses and somebody coming in on the emoluments violations and shit. Well, that was one of the things that in, in the transcript of the phone call Zelensky added while he was thanking Trump for probably giving them the aid After saying that he was going to look into the investigations that he wanted and he just said, you know, yeah, I was in New York and by the way, I definitely stayed at the Trump Tower. That is part that is that should immediately bring bring up all the emolument shit anymore or again, because some people are saying that they should only focus on Ukraine specifically which I think is dumb. I think <laughs> you should... There's a lot of fish in this pond. It's not really, you know, oh, you're just going fishing. Yeah, It's like, yeah, because there's a lot of fucking fish.
1: There is so much fucking smoke. You're wondering exactly where the bonfire is or the forest fire and how far away it is and if you should run.
0: Yeah, it's... It's fucking bonkers, man. And I know, we, we, hopefully that fucking troll downloads an episode or two so we can talk some more shit. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Uh, you were saying? Um. Okay.
1: I feel like the main committees that are doing the investigation, um, they already have what they need, and I feel like the live or at least the witness stuff, is to get some of these folks on the record and possibly see if they can catch them in lying to Congress um, or lying to the Oversight Committee or whatever the charge is supposed to be. But basically, they're trying to get them entrapped in... What's the word that I'm looking for? Um, Perjury? Perjury. Yeah, the perjury trap shit that that fucking Trump was always like, I can't testify because it's a perjury trap. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you can't not lie you dumb fuck caught um,
0: in a trap <laughs> there's no way out <laughs> cuz i purge her too much baby cuz i <laughs> too much baby
1: <laughs> yeah oh my god we're fucking delirious but um yeah. suspicious tweets i really feel like the committees are they got what they need they've been doing this just enough and there's been plenty of times when trump has gone on rage tweets about them in the past couple of months, These specific people that are on these specific committees that you have to know that he knows about the investigations and they had to have gotten something on him, but they're holding their time and they've been biding their time. It feels like now I don't think Pelosi herself is playing the 12 D chess that everyone is trying to say that she is. I really believe that the nefarious decision she made was, I know for sure I have Pence with this one. Let's focus in on it because that is her ill-gotten gain for it. Like, I don't feel like she's doing this for the good of the nation. She slow-walked this, and she said, let's be careful about this, because she was waiting for this opportune moment. It's not a good thing that she waited this long. And it's the fucking... It's the duty of the country. It's the duty of they have to the country to be doing these investigations. And so, narrowing the purview to just all of the Ukraine stuff that they can prove... Sure, that's fine. Yeah, you can probably investigate a bunch of other things later, but why narrow an investigation now? Everybody work, everybody work. Find shit. Get to it.
0: Well, and I think it's also partially I it seemed like her initial plan which in on paper in politics should have worked better than it did was to pass a bunch of really cool legislation and have everybody get mad at Mitch McConnell just not bringing it to a vote. But nobody really fucking cared, you know, at least in the bigger sense of the things. People were bitching and stuff, but it's even we ourselves are kind of like, well, Mitch McConnell's not going to do anything. You just got to get rid of Mitch McConnell. If
1: they were to pull this stunt, not stunt, if they were to use this strategy that the strategy that she's using here that you just described for passing laws that the people want and then putting it basically on the record that Mitch McConnell is blocking it and trying to drive him down, if they would have done this in the time frame of a more normal presidency, no matter how wicked it was, like this tactic would have worked better in a George Bush presidency. I yeah. I feel. You know, or like George Bush Jr., George Bush Sr., um, in a way to drive up the popularity stay of like an Obama where they're like, look, we are trying to do this, but look what we're doing here. You know, like a a normally evil president, not a ridiculously dumb supervillain evil president.
0: (laughs) Super dumb evil. That was pretty good.
1: The folks that are paying attention to what the Democratic Congress are doing... I feel like the numbers of Democrats that were like, well, you just fucking investigate were basically like or just anyone on the left or anyone that's like not a Republican or in the NRA. Any of the people like that are looking at this, they wanted the investigation to be going on. And I feel like that's why they put the people in the House that they put in the House. And so the House trying to do this other thing, while it may have somewhat placated some of the folks that are like, yes, these laws are great, but they're not going to do anything. I mean, a lot of people are saying the same thing about the impeachment, though, where I've seen, you know, different posts and people are like, well, it's not going to do anything. Once it goes to the Senate, it'll just die. But I feel like more people care about a criminal president and the more stuff that is coming out for this Ukraine call and some of the other things that are now being able to brought to the surface, the number of people on the Democratic side or the, the left side of politics as well, like the polls that are coming through. More people are in favor now of impeachment and all of that stuff going forward than have ever been on the left side. And then the numbers on the right and the GOP, and even in the GOP, are actually gaining to a point where they're like, no, we want this investigated. But they're on the other side where they're like, if they investigate it, they'll find nothing, he'll get cleared, it's been happening all along, and let's do it. I mean, are you getting that sense as well, that that's the reason they want the investigation to go through?
0: I I think there's that, and you are even though Mitch McConnell. I cannot wait to. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say I I don't know I'm going to make a joke and say I can't wait to piss on his grave. Satire allegedly. Well, but, as
1: long as as long as however he passes has nothing to do with you. Yay, um, natural
0: causes. I, I don't yeah. know how often I root for natural causes. Well, let me say say
1: this, Darren. Um, If you start exercising and living a healthy lifestyle, I can almost guarantee you that you will live long enough to be able to make that happen. So all you really have to do is wait. Time is your friend here to make that thing happen that you supposedly don't want to have happen.
0: (laughs) Well, it just shows the the obstructionism of the Democrats. And... uh... Oh know. man. I've been working
1: You're, on my McConnell. You sound like a really old, gross,
0: cancerous turtle. Oh wait, I, yeah,
1: that wasn't Mitch McConnell. You're right, sorry. Thank you. <laughs>
0: there there is discussion about whether or not McConnell would just say, We're not vote we're not voting on this because it's just partisanship on the Democrats. Not like when I held a Supreme Court seat for over a year. Not like that at all.
1: And that's if it passes the House, whatever articles of impeachment, and they have to deal with each of them as they pass, or they have to deal with all of them at once when they pass. So I think if they keep a steady stream of them going as well, that may be a way to really put some pressure on Mitch McConnell, because it's like, how many of these things that we have proof for are you going to ignore before you also become more obstructionist than you've already been? But he's the stopgap, but are there ways that are, like, a procedural way? If there is one that is a procedural way for him to be able to prevent it, it's still technically somewhat legal. Like, just by refusing to vote on something that's still technically legal, like, that's how he did it with the Supreme Court, where he's just like, we're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, we, we, don't have a, we don't have a way to charge someone with an obstruction that, you know, for, for making it so they can't vote. Like, there's no... That That's not in the Constitution, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that was on the honor system for some fucking stupid reason. But what what some people are thinking he might do, and they're not sure if Justice Roberts, who's the chief justice, who would be acting as the judge in the trial while the Senate, senators would be the jury, if this passed the House. it just needs a simple majority to pass the House. And then we would get to hear... McConnell could vote to change the rules. So then senators were just on record voting to change the rules versus voting against impeaching Trump because of evidence A through triple Z. (laughs) But Uh, by
1: changing the rules like they're they've been doing before in the past, they're also setting a dangerous precedent and leaving things open that could then be used against them in the 2020 election that that also puts in some actual pressure this way as well furthermore than just the laws that they passed and then the senate just sat on yeah. if he makes it to where the impeachment stuff goes forward and there is evidence and there's things that are coming out and they actually are you know like the various transcripts and stuff like that and enough people start swaying towards, they're like, no, you've got to deal with this. Do your fucking job. But they still try to hold it up, and they try and change the rules and make it seem like, well, no, this is just how we're going to do it. We're going to move the goalposts even further for impeachment to happen. I feel like that, I mean, like, one way or another, I feel like this is death nails for the GOP. Like, it just feels like they're all going, they've all tied themselves to the mass of Trump and, you know, of, of like the, of the good or the horrible ship Trump. They're all just strapped right to the masses, the mast of that ship. And I think like as that ship starts to sink, they're gonna have a really hard time to unlash themselves. And I feel like as much as people are starting to like transfer the hate over them to them as well, like people are starting to realize that, you know, no, this shit is actually real. Like it feels like more people are waking up because more and more senators are calling you know, from the GOP side are calling for like, no, we need to do this. Um, You are seeing that happen. I mean, when I say more and more, I mean, like we're moving like two or three at a time. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm kind of in favor of knowing what's going on. I want to investigate it. And they're being very tactful about it where they're like, no, if there's some wrongdoing, we need to do something about it. And the more senators take that, that route, I mean, we're talking 45 Democrats more or less would probably vote for impeachment in the Senate. Or is it 47? 45. And then there's what, two independents? that sound right
0: yeah i think so
1: that they're kind of caucusing together with the democrats on this so all they really need right now is how a two-thirds majority so they would need um if they have almost half they would just basically need a handful of republicans and so all they really need is just enough people that will choose for once country over party in the gop Or their own skin over the power that they've been hoarding for the last three and a half years.
0: Yeah, they're going to go after, what, Susan Collins. They're going to go after, uh, what's his fucking name, out in Colorado. Um, They're going to go after Joe Manchin. Oh, right, he's a Democrat, supposedly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they'll probably have to go after him. I see him being the same. If, if a Democrat votes against if it gets to the Senate and a Democrat votes against impeachment, it's going to be mentioned.
1: Yeah, it. I feel like it should be whoever it, it the votes have to be 100 percent public. And if they do any of these kind of rule changing, weird thing where they move the goalpost out, that vote should be made public. And I think on the campaign trail, Every single person that votes the direction that they vote should be hammered for doing that vote and either say, yes, I made the choice country over party or, yes, I made the choice Trump over the country, because that's really the choices that you have at this point.
0: Yeah, because it's easier to defend the position of, I think other things are more important, so I'm not paying attention to this versus, yeah, I don't fucking care. Those, Those are two very different stump speeches,
1: Yeah, it's going to be an interesting, like, even just the stuff that we've talked about, and it feels like 72 years has passed since we last did a recording, even though it's been four days. (laughs) Five five if you count the fact that it's now Sunday morning for both of us, for sure. Um, So, like, it's been four to five total days, give or take, since we last recorded and then it got released. And just in that time, so much stuff has just come out that, like, I'm... I'm just basically dizzy trying to keep up with it all. And we've we've kind of summed it up, I feel, pretty well. I think each of us paid attention to a couple of different things and were able to kind of sum it up for each other. And I, I got to share some more insider political gossip that I just I had to get out there. Cause I, I <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I should not be basking in the misery of other people and enjoying it so deliciously, but sometimes being a sadist is okay, you know? <laughs>
0: every once in a while
1: yeah in this circumstance when i've been hurt so bad for so long it's okay to enjoy watching somebody else get hurt (laughs) repeatedly for their choices
0: yeah a little uh, little karmic masturbation never hurt anyone
1: yeah totally so i'm 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 so good now um so if it goes to the senate at this point that's the that's the basically the demarcation point as it has been for just about everything else that the Democrats in the house have been trying to do is what is Mitch McConnell going to do? And will people be able to take him to task for this? And will the good people of Kentucky, right, is where he's from or where he's destroying the country out of
0: Mitch McConnell.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. If the good people of Kentucky are watching, I know he's super unpopular already and he's just been an incumbent, but, um, They should basically, this should be, whatever his decision is, is either going to be one hell of a reelection campaign for him to say that I chose you, the country, over this man who I feel did this, or he's going to say I chose this man who did this over you, the good people of Kentucky and this nation, and that should get hammered home by his opponent one way or the other, or he can use that to hammer home his opponent. We'll see what he does. It, it, anything any choice he makes here is for his own skin it's not he's not going to be doing this for trump this point he's going to decide whether or not he's going to go all in and just burn his own political career down to the ground or going to basically jump ship and just watch it you know sink as he swims away on a board that was big enough for another democrat but or another republican <laughs> but he wouldn't let them on there um as my heart will go on plays off <laughs> yeah that was a barrage of imagery sorry i get really weird when i'm punchy and tired
0: no that's that's fine that's that's a good good image image to go out on uh him shoving the person's head under the icy water because if anybody's playing multi-dimensional wookie chess where he will rip your arms off if you beat him it's mitch mcconnell
1: <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ, man. This this <laughs> fucking clusterfuck that we tried to explain, I, I feel like we kept it as close to the vest as we possibly could, but Jesus, this was insane this week. <laughs> just wait. I know, I know. Oh, my God, I need a nap.
0: Yeah, just wait until it's actually the 2020 of the election 2020. Oh, God. Um, yeah, but until then, everyone... <laughs> court do you want to plug anything
1: uh no i i think i'm good people should know where to get me i'm legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops for my main show um nothing else really to plug except for the uh atomic age saucer man is that our is that the name of it do i
0: get that right i think it's saucer
1: cast saucer cast atomic age saucer cast okay I, we are I, the
0: we are the atomic age saucer men of the atomic age saucer cast
1: right I'm not going to tr- I'm not trying to make it a bit that I can't remember the name of it or anything. It's just one of those things where, like, we did it once and I'm I'm hoping that it'll keep going. I'm really excited for it, but I can't remember the <laughs> fucking name because I'm an asshole. We
0: get we get two. That's two in a row. Another one. That's called a streak. <laughs> um, <laughs> my heart will go on court. Don't forget to duck and cover.